Hey guys, Joshua Miller here. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. It doesn't cost a thing to download. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Podcast, and many, many more. It automatically will send them to those. You can make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. You don't have to click and drag from one to another and have several openings. It's all in one place for you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks. Have a great day. Hello, I'm glad you're listening. Please share this with someone you know today. Uh, Let's get started with the word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you for today. Thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for what you've done for us, what you've given us, the protection and safety that you provided us. I pray that we would uh, take your word and your truth that you've given us and use it and stand with your word and uh, trust Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior before it's too late. Help us to honor and glorify you in what we do and what we say. Help us to use um, our time, talents, and treasures for you the way you intended and help us to have to utilize and conform to our values of faith, family, and freedom to uplift and honor and to expand on your kingdom help us to be representatives of you in this world and preach the gospel and preach the truth we give you the glory and the praise in jesus name amen all right so what i want to look at today is in the book of hosea a prophet that god um, called to do a strange thing and I, I preached on this at church a couple weeks back. And it's interesting that God told Hosea to take a harlot, a prostitute, for his wife. And God, of course, was using Hosea and his actions to, to speak to his people Israel. And there was a comparison between Hosea um, mirroring God and his wife mirroring the people of Israel. God told Hosea to take a wife, and yet she was unfaithful to him, although he chose her. She left him to be a harlot because that's who she was. Yet Hosea still, with keeping to his covenant, his promise to her sought her again and bought her back because she was his wife. God does that with us. He did that with his people saying to Israel, you're mine. I created you. I've, I've formed you in the beginning, but I bought you back. And of course we know that through the love of God, he sent his son, Jesus, 
to be born of a virgin and he was crucified on the cross. He was buried three days after shedding innocent blood and then rose again on the third day to conquer sin, death, and the grave and to provide us redemption from our sins through the free gift of salvation. And that's what God did because he loves us as described in John 3.16. But it's very interesting in Hosea, if we'll turn to Hosea chapter 4, and I can't, I've uh, been thinking about this, it popped in my mind, I heard someone mention it, and I've just been rehearsing it in my mind, Hosea 4.6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. And that's that's what I've been thinking about. That's half the verse. I'll, we'll read the rest of the verse in a minute. But think about this. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. I'm having trouble with people wanting to learn the truth i will share the truth with people i speak the truth and they get offensive or get aggravated they get like tense they don't want to hear the truth they don't want to listen god is speaking to his people and that would be israel but i'm kind of gearing this it's also to his people, Christians. And I'm having a problem with many Christians that don't want to listen to me, don't want to hear the truth. But we know, uh, I know to continue to speak the truth and preach the truth no matter what, whether they listen or not. It may be like Jeremiah who preached his whole life and never had one convert. Now, I've had converts, those that have given their life to Christ, so won't be technically like Jeremiah, but it's possible. From here on out, I may not ever convert, knowingly convert anybody, but I'm going to continue to speak the truth. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, and I'm seeing many people falling into this trap. And what I've been felt called to do in these past couple years is to expose the lies that the devil has been using um, involving the COVID-19. And so I've been speaking as soon as the first month, two was kind of, well, we didn't know which direction it was going in early 2020. But as soon as I understood which direction, I was speaking against it, speaking truth, speaking truth to power and people got aggravated people got upset they closed, covered their ears but the lord has a warning for us something we need to heed he says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge they're willingly ignorant and if you're willingly ignorant you are a detriment to yourself to your family, to your friends, to your co-workers, to your countrymen, etc. 
it is very unwise and very ungodly not to learn, not to consider a matter or to seek counsel of a matter. Um, here in this verse, it's showing that Israel is people being stubborn and stiff-necked people like Stephen called them out to be. They wanted to do their own thing. They were stubborn, hard-headed, and they just began leading their lives with their own opinions instead of seeking the truth. The devil's tactics is to sugarcoat traps, to sugarcoat snares, and make things look appealing, but in actuality, deadly. And we see a tactic that the devil's used, I mean, for thousands of years, and he's used it on us, and... It has seemed that it has engulfed the majority of people. Now, hopefully that's not so. And hopefully people have awakened to what's actually going on. There is a mass genocide going on. The people of God are being attacked. We understand if you're in the word of God, if you're a Christian, if you have Christ in your heart, and if you're being led by the spirit and not the flesh, you understand that we are in a spiritual warfare, spiritual battle. It's not against flesh and blood, but it's against spiritual wickedness in high places, principalities and rulers of darkness, the fiery darts of the devil. And his goal is to, he would like to exterminate God's people, humankind. Those that, you know, were, created in God's image. He said, let's create man in our image and our own likeness, create them male and female. He said back in Genesis, Satan despises that because we're receiving a reward. We're receiving redemption. We're receiving salvation. And yet he's doomed to hell. He's damned because of his actions but he would like to take all of us with him. And one of his, his fiery darts that he's using is uh, one with this COVID. It's a fear tactic to try to be afraid of this to the point that we will take the jabs. And then if COVID has a 99% survival rate, and it's proven and we're over two years into this thing. We know we're not, who's nobody's going to die from COVID with early treatments. That's been proven. But what we're now facing is thousands upon thousands of people dying from these jabs, their boosters, first booster, their second booster. Um, understand that Fauci has lied. He lied and said the vaccines initially would prevent 
COVID infection. Then they changed it because that was a lie to all the vaccines will uh, reduce your symptoms of COVID. And they lied about that. But there's a sinister plan behind it. And I've been trying to warn people about it. It's not the plan. The plan is not for your health. It's not for your safety, but it's for world dominance, for power and control, um, for a genocide in epic proportion, something probably this world, maybe besides the worldwide flood, has never seen. And it's, it's wicked, it's evil, but the globalists, the elitists are behind it. And so they've they've manipulated these healthcare systems. I was trying to figure out here recently. Well, all these quarantine camps that they're making. If you you look at Australia, they built one, the Howard Springs, um, what health camp I think they call it, and they started rounding up uh, Aborigines and there and putting bringing them to that camp because whether they were positive for COVID or not, they started locking them up. And so there's concentration. We're calling, call them what they are. They're concentration camps. So, but I've been wondering, well, why haven't they been using them already? But if we'll realize that they're using the hospitals as the death camps, There's no need for them to erect any other buildings because they're using the hospitals. If you notice, if you would follow their protocol, once you are hospitalized, they put you on a ventilator and then they inject you with remdesivir and then you die. They're getting paid to test you for COVID. They're getting paid to put you on the ventilator and they're getting paid when you die. There's incentives for you to never come out alive. Those are the death camps. And it's the hospital systems that are, you know, operating in this way. I have some people I know personally who's experienced this. Thank the Lord they haven't succumbed to that yet. But I've heard interviews of families who have succumbed to that. Death camps, that's what they are, and it's the hospitals. I try to warn people, and of course they're going to call me crazy, but I understand whom I trust, which is God. I'm saved. I put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I'm a preacher. I'm going to preach the truth, and I'm not backing down. So we understand I understand where the what where the problem is and I'm trying to expose it. The jabs are deadly and the hospitals are death camps. Uh, I know a famous actress, Betty White, after her booster shot, she died two days later. Um, an actor, Bob Saget, He passed away two days after taking a booster. And I just found out today, you know, I'm here based in uh, South Carolina. There's a a college, um, 
a Christian college of all things that are uh, pressuring people to be vaccinated. They have a vaccination policy. And if not vaccinated, you've got to be tested and monitored and, or whatever. But there was a baseball player who's 24 years old, died. And they, they claimed in the report that it was natural causes. I'm not buying that. 24 years old, going to college, playing baseball, and he just died in his dorm, natural causes. I'm not buying that. That's if you if you will do the research, do the digging, you will find story those Betty White, Bob Saget, this baseball player. You look up soccer players, people dying of myocarditis, pericarditis, uh, thrombocytopenia. Um, list Guillaume Barre is a side effect. If they're not dying, they're having their these adverse effects and their their life altered permanently from these jabs. Uh, there are reportedly over a hundred pilots now who have died from these jabs. There is an agenda to wipe out masses of people. And you may wonder, well, who would want to do that? Who would do follow through with that? There's that's wicked and evil. I say, yes, it is wicked and evil, and Satan wants to do it. And he uses his pawns, like Dr. Fauci and others. He's not the only one. But those like him and that are those that are complacent or accomplice to it, they should be um, they should be tried, jailed, and tried for treason and should be hanged for treason. You know what uh, what Jesus said was, speaking of uh, pedophiles, he said that if anyone would harm, this is anyone that would harm children, that it would be better for them to be tied by their neck and tied to a millstone and thrown to the bottom of the sea. Jesus said that, his own words. Understand, your soul is eternal. Your physical life is temporal. We are eternal souls living in mortal bodies. Now, it is our eternity is based on what we decide in our physical state. We hope that whomever was thrown into the sea tied to a millstone gave their heart and life to Christ before they hit the bottom. That's the point. Our physical life, we have a decision to make. Are we going to follow truth and stand for truth? Obey God, put away our ignorance? Or... Are we going to be destroyed for lack of knowledge? Hosea 4, 6. I'm going to read the chapter chapter 4 of Hosea and see what God thinks about his people disobeying. 
He says, hear the word of the Lord, ye children of Israel, for the Lord has a controversy with the inhabitants of the land because, listen to this, there is no truth, nor mercy, nor knowledge of God in the land. By swearing and lying and killing and stealing and committing adultery, they break out and blood touches blood. That sounds just like the predicament we're in now. Those that my people, God is saying, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. We're being slaughtered right now. And there's too many of God's people dying because they're ignorant. And they don't want to step up and they're living in denial and letting it happen, which means you're complacent with what's going on. In contrast, I'm standing up speaking against it. And I hope you listeners are stepping up, standing out, and telling people the truth. I'm sure you are. But God, let's go back to verse 2. He says, by swearing, lying, killing, stealing, committing adultery, they break out and blood touches blood. Sounds like they're having a, a crime fest, which is exactly what we're going through right now. He says, therefore shall the land mourn and everyone that dwells therein shall languish with the beast of the field and with the fowls of heaven. Yea, the fishes of the sea also shall be taken away. Yet let no man strive nor reprove another for thy people are as they that strive with the priests. Therefore shalt thou fall in the day and the prophet also shall fall with thee in the night and I will destroy thy mother. My people are destroyed for lack of wisdom, because thou hast rejected knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you, that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. I will also forget your children. Think about that. Meditate on that for a minute. Here the importance of this is the we'll finish this is the second half of verse six. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing that thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. That is very important right there. Being a priest was the highest calling in as the children of Israel. There was one priest that could go into the holies of holies and only at a certain time. But the, the, he was able to commune with God in the right setting, was able to speak to God. Now, it's a little bit different since Christ died on the cross and he shed his blood and he gave up the ghost and he said it was finished because at that very minute moment the veil was torn between us and the holies of holies and we were able to go to god and commune with him and plead our own case through the shed blood of jesus christ we are jesus bridged the gap between us and god that we could not cross on our own that priest he says, you shall not be a priest to me, means our relationship's gone. Our, our connection with God is gone. 
Seeing you have forgotten the law of God, I will also forget your children. Think about it. Because of your actions, forgetting him, being willingly ignorant, and not learning, not searching out the truth. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We're supposed to be seeking truth. We're supposed to be seeking knowledge. We're to understand that truth comes from God. We understand that Jesus said in uh, John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father. But you see this, part of this, another lie that the devil throws out there is that we can coexist. That there are multiple ways to get to God, to get to heaven, which is a lie. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. They assume, okay, I can be any other religion and I can go to heaven and have eternal life when I die, but that's a lie. There is only one way. It is only through Jesus. God, our creator, revealed that to us in his word, his love letter to us. Understand God is a just God, so he is a God of correction and reproof. He's a God of love. He provided us a way of salvation. But there is always judgment for our disobedience. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And I hope that we will, we wake up to this before it's too late. Share this with people. Help them understand what the gravity of the situation. If we're just ignore it, let it continue or deny it, God's people will be destroyed. There'll be more of God's people destroyed. And I would rather not see that happen. I would rather see God's people standing up and being brave as Joshua did. And he said to choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell or on the other side of Jordan. He gave him a choice. He said, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Serving the Lord means being active in his will and his way. And leading people straight out of the gates of hell to the loving arms of Christ. We are, as ambassadors of Christ, myself, I can, I understand Jesus said in the ascension to go, preach, teach baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. What he was doing there, he said his job was finished. He said it is finished on the cross. His job was done. He's provided salvation. He gave the rest of it to us to share the gospel, preach the word, hoping that we could save some from their sins and saving them out of the fire. Jesus gave that to me gave it to you if you're a Christian, if you trust him. 
they will only see Jesus and his saving grace, his mercy through us if we show it. So I encourage you now to do that. If you haven't, tell someone about Jesus, about his saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, the free gift that he's provided to all people. Speak the truth. If you see lies, another lie is Biden is president of the United States of America. That's a lie. The coup took place when Biden was um, stepped in the White House. He's not president. We're under tyrannical rule at this moment. He's not president. It's a regime. They stole the election. 2020 was stolen. They are an illegitimate regime. It's not an administration. It's not president of the U.S. That is a lie. But if you're in Christ, living in the spirit, you can see that and understand the spiritual war that we are in. And it's a battle between good and evil. It's a battle between God and Satan. And he's trying to take us down. But I encourage you to step up. Consider this. Meditate on this. Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Let that not be you today. But we're going to close in prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for your many blessings. Thank you for what you've done for us. I thank you for the salvation you provided us through your son, Jesus Christ, on the cross, through him shedding his innocent blood and being raised again on the third day. I pray that we would speak the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, no matter what comes our way. I pray that we would realize the destruction around us and the, the root cause is because of Satan, our enemy, the deceiver. He lies and steals and kills and destroys. We see too many of your people that have fallen for it, that are given in to the lies and the deceptions like Franklin Graham and deceiving your sheep into taking these jabs. Pray that we would be step up and be bold brave, honor and glorify you, be obedient, be instant in season and out of season. Thank you for what you've done and what you've given us. We give you the glory and the praise in Jesus' name.